everyone. Welcome back to Sapphic Survival Guide, where we are happy to be queer to answer your questions. I'm Gina. And I'm Cheyenne. And class is now in session. Today, we are talking about keeping the romance alive. And Cheyenne and I are both in relationships that have been, you know, a couple of years at this point. So I don't know that we're not like, you know, seven year itch or anything like that. But I think we have some firsthand experience on keeping, you know, there's a, the spark in the romance department lit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I de- and I definitely think like you saying seven year itch. I was just recently thinking about how this is like the first long term relationship I've been in where I'm not like over it by this point in the relationship and I think a lot of that is due to just like luck and finding someone that I really um click with and connect with and I'm attracted to but also like conscious effort on my part and on my partner's part and I'm sure you know you feel that way too like it takes yeah. work it's not just gonna magically happen Right. And I think like, I I definitely relate. Like I mostly dated people for a year to a year and a half Mm -hmm. until my current girlfriend, I've been dating well over three years at this point. And I think a year is a good like trial run with somebody. Mm -hmm. But if you know, at the end of the year, one or both or what, for whatever reason, it's not working out. Like, that's just what kind of led me to not having longer relationships. And so having this longer term relationship and one that I, you know, hope to have the longest term. Um, I think it's like if we were rich and didn't have to work and there were no stresses in our lives and we were home all the time and whatever, there'd be like things to like bicker on, but it wouldn't be like, I don't know that there'd be like tons of work, but there's like life and people have, traumas to figure out and work schedules to balance and the stress of like the world we live in. Mm -hmm. And that's where I think a lot of the work comes in where like you have to be able to communicate with your partner and say what's going on and make time for each other and all those other things. So like if you're struggling to relight the spark or like do something new or get out of a rut and, you know, maybe things just seem super like more content than you want them to be like almost borderlining mundane. Um, it's just normal because like life kind of ebbs and flows and is going to bring you together and apart. And, um, being mindful is going to be the thing that keeps your relationship at the forefront of both of your minds so that it can like be successful and fulfilling. Cause you don't want to just do things just to make the other person happy. Like you want to connect because it makes both of you feel good. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I was thinking about all of that kind of recently. And I think the relationship I was in when the world was in lockdown, um, obviously lockdown like has an effect on things, but like that relationship was like a little, over two years and like I'm coming up on two years with my current partner and it like flew by like I can't believe that it's been that long already and with my ex it felt like 10 years off of my life and I don't know part of that was just like being home but I feel like definitely in past relationships situationships or even just like talking to friends I I don't know I don't know if it's like romance movies and rom-coms and romantic books like they just like teach us that it should just like magically happen and like you shouldn't have to put effort effort into anything and or it's not like 
genuine love and it's not real and it's that's just like it's not true (laughs) no and I think putting in work is romantic like wanting to put in an effort and like be romantic and do romantic things and like trying to keep the romance alive like that in itself is romantic like having honestly one of the thing, the smallest thing ever that I do that I do think just like adds a little something something to the day Mm -hmm. when I make I'll make breakfast for my girlfriend with that's that's its own thing but I'll like make sure there's a little heart on the plate whether it's like ketchup or jam or the eggs in the shape of a heart like the grilled cheese in the shape of a heart like yeah. I don't know it's just like a little cute thing where like I'm already making us lunch and we're both gonna eat the grilled cheese anyway but if I you know cut the sandwich in a way where it looks like a heart it's just like it yeah. adds a little something to nothing there was you know there was it yeah. was already gonna be a sandwich <laughs> yeah that's so cute I'm gonna ask my girlfriend why she doesn't do that for me when she cooks for me <laughs> No. <laughs> just give her the idea yeah tell her she can no start. why don't you do this you don't you don't love me I knew it you never loved me <laughs> no that is really cute well, what is your Venus again <laughs> why because of what you just said now I want to remember what it is is it I'm also a cancer, cancer. yeah and, uh, okay yeah. that's not what I was expecting that's just funny. dramatic yeah I'm just I'm just over dramatizing um no that's a super cute idea if I cooked I would totally do something like that but yeah I'm, I'm the chef in the relationship yeah, yeah. I'm not <laughs> I'm the I'm like the laundry person I'm the dishwasher I'm I'm not the chef though but I'm okay yeah <laughs> I love cooking, so I'm also, yeah, yeah, I prefer to be in this role. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, um, are there any other cute things you do like that to keep your romance alive? Like any regular things or even um, if you can't think of any specific, like smaller, like daily things, are there any um, gifts you've given or received that you feel like are very romantic that you would recommend? Valentine's Day is coming up, which is why we, you know, scheduled this episode when it is. Um, so my see, my girlfriend and I were both lucky in that we're both really good gift givers. Like mm-hmm. I pride myself on that. I really love that about myself. Um, it's probably like the one thing I like about conventional Christmas is like the mm-hmm. gift giving aspect. Mm-hmm. And my girlfriend is on par with that. So our gifts are always very thoughtful. For this Valentine's Day, I I went real out of my way for this. So this is like, I don't know. This is a little, this is very gay of me. But I sent some pictures of us to my friend who mm-hmm. who does like, he, he's not like a actual graphic designer or anything, but he'll like doodle on his iPad and like make it into a cartoon. Mm-hmm. I was going to have him do four pictures total and then, kind of print them out in a, on like a canvas is like a, like a one, two, three, four kind of thing. So that's like very personal. Cause it's like pictures of us. Mm-hmm. I've also gotten her like albums. Cause she's into that, but like specific things, like things we talked about. If she tells me a story about her, you know, grandma and her listening to a certain artist, like that's the one I would look for. Like a lot of it is just like taking like if you're not a good gift giver just like listen to like things they like write a note and then type those things into like etsy or whatever you know shopping thing you use or when you know when you're at the record store you're like oh that's what i should pick up but um 
I'm trying to think what other like big ones I really like from her. Oh, well, since one of the best ones that she's gotten me was like, uh, since I'm a reader, she got me a bookmark that had like an inside joke of ours, like engraved in leather. And it's like a nice thin leather bookmark. And it's my favorite bookmark. And I just love it. Like that would be something I like grab, you know, in the event of a fire kind of thing. I love that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That How is about really- your gifts or other this is Valentine's Day. We talk to yeah. gifts. Yeah. So my partner really values um like activity-based gifts. Um, so like before we've done like a salt bath together where we could like go in and do like the um sensory deprivation, like floating together and stuff like that. Oh, okay. yeah. I don't, um, I've never done that. That sounds yeah, fun. It was, it was cool. I definitely fell asleep, but I mean, it was, I don't know that I necessarily like got like all the effects of it. I think it would kind of be better to like do it solo, but it was also fun to do it like with my partner. Um, this past Christmas well okay I guess I should go back so two Christmases ago I got her a bread maker for Christmas because she kept saying she wanted to get into bread making and I'm like Gina where I write down things throughout the year that like yes make me think of someone or that I think would be a cute idea and then I get that for them or make it for them and so I got her a bread maker and she never used it and so then for this Christmas I put together like a basket of um different bread making supplies like just like everything she could need for like different kinds of breads so that way she doesn't have an excuse to not use it because it's all (laughs) right there um and then I also I like to like do like artsy things too and I actually drew like portraits of each of our cats on like procreate and I probably probably took like 20 minutes or 20 minutes 20 minutes 20 hours for each of them like they took me so long and so I took those and I got them printed and framed but I also like took um different bread making recipes that I found online and like changed the name to like go along with each of the cat's names so then each of the cat had uh, a different bread recipe like with their name so like for pickles I did like a quote-unquote Panera bread bowl recipe and then um for Archie I did Archie's cheese bread and so cute yeah and that that way thoughtful yeah (laughs) thank you I try um and then um yes that was like the big one I did this year because it took me forever and I was just like very proud of the time that I put into it and like for our anniversary last year I made us like a book of collages which also took me like a really long time but I feel like those are the gifts I'm most proud of and that are the most sentimental or the ones that take a lot of time and not just like something I went to the store and bought um so I think if you can do something like that that's like a good way to like make any gift meaningful um Mm -hmm. but also another (laughs) gift that I really liked this year that I was excited to give her um was I saw this nail polish brand on TikTok where you can make like custom nail polish colors and like name them um and you like can choose from like a, an image or whatever so I like was gonna do one for each of our cats like eye colors but they all have like green eyes so I ended up finding like mm-hmm. the hex code that's in between all of their eye colors and getting a nail Ew. polish that's like it was just like cat's eye and I actually don't love the brand I use that much it like 
one of them kind of like exploded and it smells really strong and I don't love the brand so I don't know if I would go for this but they did give me like a free nail polish so for the bonus one I did get her a nail polish that is the same color as my vulva so I feel like that's like a cute like little femme for femme or just anyone who wears nail polish like that's a cute gift idea I was gonna do my nipple but then I was like you know what I'm gonna take it to the next level and like make it so that every time she looks at her fingers she's like oh like I'm thinking I love that (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah gay as fuck but that's so cute yeah, that's perfect. So I definitely wanted to share that one because I feel like that's like a great gift idea and I'm proud of myself for coming up with it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did do uh, a calendar of myself mm-hmm. and most of the pictures she had seen before because they were like throughout the year and some of them were like things we did together, like pictures that she took of me that she really liked. And I'll admit like that was a calendar of me. Like that's not going to anybody besides my girlfriend, not because they're like risque pictures or anything, but because like that is a very self-indulgent uh, calendar. It's just like pictures of myself, but I didn't show her the picture I took for December. And like, while it's not a nude by any means, it's like a little risque. Like I'm holding a magazine where you can like tell I don't have a shirt on where you can't see anything, but you can tell like, Oh, behind there she's naked kind of thing. And that wasn't, I think that was a good, like keep the romance alive kind of gift because I, we can like, I don't know. We live in a world where you can like send a naked picture all day. And Mm -hmm. so it's different if someone's like, not just like, Oh, I'm going to, you know, go to the bathroom and like take a picture of my tits. Like to be like, I'm putting together a set and and an idea and I'm not, I might not even be naked in the picture, but it's like, I don't know. I think that's a good, like spicy little, like I did this for you because I want you to see me like this. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like that idea. And like, I think my girlfriend would like that. So I would hope that if you're listening to this and you are in a relationship, your partner would also be into that idea. Like, yeah, it's self-indulgent, but like they should like, like, it's not for them. It's their hot partner. Like I'm not selling the calendar. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Also. Okay. I already know that people couldn't just for the record. I just like, I'm not that kind of girl. Like I'm not like, like, making a buck off of what myself here (laughs) yeah yeah it's not about that it's just like to be like hey look how cute your girlfriend is just in case you forgot I know you didn't but just in case I will say I have seen all those ads of the girls putting their faces on like an old school looking R&B-esque you know like reminds me of like Aaliyah yeah, though I've seen I've seen those all over TikTok. I actually think they're pretty cute. I would do that for my girlfriend and she should wear it. She would wear it. I just like haven't mm-hmm. maybe, you know, maybe for her birthday or something. Yeah. Um, and then they're also from TikTok ads. I always get like couple ads like they mm-hmm. know I'm, that's the shit I'm actually going to buy. Mm-hmm. I've done uh, for, with my ex. I did do a puzzle of like a picture of us. And then uh, my girlfriend and I did do a paint by numbers of a picture of us. And that was pretty fun. I definitely ended up painting more than she did. Like that was a long uh, activity, but it turned out really cute and it's still framed upstairs. So, yeah, a puzzle might be a good gift for my girlfriend because I feel like it would mean more to her if I did the puzzle with her because I hate puzzles. Uh So it would be like a sweet thing for me to actually do do a puzzle when she knows I don't like doing puzzles so I feel like if you can like find something that you like 
know that your partner is into, but it's not necessarily something you'd reach for that also makes like a great gift. Like obviously don't do anything that's like a boundary or like really out of your comfort zone. But if it's just like, I don't really like to bake and like, I know they Mm -hmm. love to bake and they would love it if I baked with them. Like that's like a cute gift you can kind of like put together for someone that I think is very memorable. Yeah. Yeah. How about we got, since we're already talking about like date ideas and cute ideas for things, somebody asked, what are some ideas for cute little dates and couple quizzes slash challenges? Well, for dates, the first thing I thought of, which I feel like this is like a big thing for some people, but it's just, I'm just not that girl. Um, But me and my girlfriend just played like a board game together for the first time. Oh, I love board games. I am that girl. Yeah, I'm not that girl, but like it was pretty fun. And it was like an astrology knowledge one. So that was fun for me because I was like, I feel like I'm, you know, in my, in my lane here, but I still lost and that part wasn't fun. But like, I love her enough that I'm okay with losing. Like, yeah, my competitive nature slide. Games aren't for everyone. I'm a big board game guy. I love, I love games, period, like card games, whatever. Mm -hmm. So my girlfriend, I will do a lot of different games. I will say like, there are some that don't feel as much like games where it's just kind of like, guess this, guess that. I also, again, another TikTok or Instagram ad or something. It was called like the couples game. That's actually fun. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's very low key. Like you could play it while drinking or watching a movie. Cause it's really just like answering questions about each other, which like, since this person asked about like couples quizzes. So it might say something like if we were in a band, what would our band name be? And you both write an answer and then the best one wins. But then there's other questions. That's like, um, try and match with your partner. What was the best date you ever went on? And then you try like match. So there's different prompts, but it's all geared towards each other. So it's a good, like connecting game, mm-hmm. but it doesn't, it doesn't feel like a game. It just feels like questions, but you got a yeah. little whiteboard. So it's fun. Have you ever played, um, those like Jackbox games? Do you know what I'm talking yes. about on the TV? Love those too. Yeah. Uh, what's not uh not usually um quiplash is the good one if you have like friends around but no it's not as good with two people because you um you can't like vote for each other and stuff Mm -hmm. that way yeah I wonder like if you could find something that was similar that maybe like put like robot answers on the screen and you know that you need other people playing Cause like that would be, I mean, we'll just like search for questions a lot, depending on like the mood we're in. Like sometimes Mm -hmm. we'll like, I'll literally sometimes search, search like questions for stoners. And -hmm. while they're not like coupley questions, it's things like, you know, I don't even know what would you do if, um, dogs controlled people for a day. I I don't know. That's a horrible Mm -hmm. example, but it's, (laughs) they have better ones than that. But even just like searching through, Google, Instagram, and TikTok, there's so many like couples questions. And if you're going to do a little date where you're going to ask those questions, like just literally take a couple screenshots beforehand and then you're prompted. You've like enough stuff for like an hour. Yeah. 
yeah, that is a good idea. Now I kind of want to do that. And then that also reminded me that the other day, um, my girlfriend was off of work and we were kind of like snowed in with not much to do. Um, and like I mentioned, I have an iPad. And so we got out Procreate on my iPad and we were drawing people that we know and then trying to guess who the other person was drawing before. Like That's funny. We fun. It was really fun. I was like, we should do this for like an hour every day. <laughs> like it was a good bonding activity for sure and very funny. That's hilarious. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> we um we have this gift that somebody gave me for Christmas actually that we were going to do the other night but I was kind of sick and fell asleep early because mm-hmm. we didn't. So maybe next week. But it has um it's actually made for people with babies because it's supposed to be like taking handprints and feet prints, but mm-hmm. we were going to do it with our dogs and then just like make little hand and feet print yeah. art with our dogs. I thought you were going to say you're going to do it with like your vagina. Which... I don't know that we could like get a good press with yeah. our vaginas though. Cause it's like based on pressure. So like, yeah, it would just look like a mush at that point. Like what would, like it'd be an ink of a, of our scissor. Like <laughs> <laughs> last year for Christmas, I got my girlfriend like um something where you are supposed to do that. Like take like an imprint of your vulva um, in like- I would love. Like clay thing. It didn't really work very well. I wouldn't suggest it. It was very messy and didn't work and just ended up being a waste of money. But it was like a fun idea. Holly Madison did that on the girls next door, but they had like the, the professionals helping them. So. Yeah. But it turned out sick, honestly. Yeah. She like, I don't think she stands by making it because I think it was more invasive than she like- <laughs> originally thought it would be um but I thought it was awesome like yeah I would I would totally want a little sculpture of my girlfriend's right (laughs) clit and lips and everything yeah that would be yeah yeah I think mine was like a custom like fleshlight type thing and you could buy like a part that like goes on it I don't know I could be wrong I don't even interesting I don't know that was over a year ago at this point (laughs) I just remember it was messy as fuck. Um, this is not a date that you want to go on, but my girlfriend and I had to go on an urgent care date the other day because we were oh. both sick. And that was our date night. Um, so yeah. Stay safe out there. Take some vitamin C. It's, it's winter time. <laughs> yeah. That's still a that's a romantic thing, like having someone show up to you when you're not feeling well. Cause I've definitely been in relationships where it was very one-sided in that aspect. And I think that's like an underrated form of romance and intimacy. And like the bar's low, but <laughs> it's low for a reason, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. When this question said couple challenges. What I thought of there that I don't know if these are like challenges, but you could make them if you're a, a competitive kind of couple. But like my girlfriend, and I did a little candle making kit that then we both like made our own thing and then like showed each other afterwards. We've also done some different like art dates where we've like painted something and showed each other after. Um, and then we've done some like cooking kind of challenges like whatever chicken or something we were cooking that night, but we'll like split it up. And it's like, you season that I'll season this. We'll see whose is better yeah, or which one we like better. Um, those are just like kind of fun things that I think you can do when it's not like you have a ton of time, like you're going to cook dinner anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? So you can like just add in little fun things I'm trying to think of other challenges, but a drinking game. <laughs> we have done drinking games. We're not big drinkers. Yeah. Um, Smoking game. 
back to the uh, back to the board games. We're actually big on Monopoly, mm-hmm. and my communist girlfriend turns capitalist so fast. We play that. Yeah. Game. <laughs> um, but we actually have a lot of fun because we'll like allow like you can play Monopoly short if you like agree where there's a stopping point, but we'll play it out till someone's bankrupt and we'll be bargaining trying to make the game last longer. And that's when we'll usually it's not like a drinking game, but we're drinking alongside it. And then we'll have like one of our comfort shows on in the background. And I mean, what I don't want to jump ahead, but one of our other questions is like low budget date ideas. And if you already have games, that's not going to cost you anything like If it, you are, we already, we have like eight different kinds of monopoly. And so we could probably have monopoly dates and not pay for anything for like the next year. You know what I mean? Like yeah. not that you should go and invest in games, but you can actually get some like different games and prompts and challenges offline. Mm-hmm. Like I said, with dinner, your cart, you're like already got to, you already got to eat and you already got to make dinner anyway. Mm-hmm. So making it together, doing something fun, you know, that can definitely be low budget or or no budget at all yeah and I think I've told you about this that we did it was a while ago but it was like another time we were snowed in um and we did like a challenge where we both tried to do like drag makeup on each other so if you have makeup in the house that's like a nice challenge slash low budget date ideas like trying a specific theme like whether it be drag or like valentine's day or like no makeup makeup if if you're into mm-hmm. that or if your partner even if they're not I think it's still fun to like you could do the outfits if you don't want to do makeup like yeah. oh put on like 90s grunge you know yeah. 80s dad <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah there are tons of options for little things like that yeah yeah so and like uh, all those question games searching those things that's all free you know anything you can do from tiktok recommendations that's all free So you can get pretty creative, um, without big budgets. Also, if you do want to like get out of the house, but you're like, well, we don't have money to like go to dinner and things. So many art galleries are free. Like even the other month, my girlfriend, I went to a sculpture gallery, a glass blowing like sculpture gallery. And it's, it's literally free for us to go. And then they were like, here's the next time we'll have a new exhibit and we're going to go again for free. So Mm -hmm. like search around town, a lot of museums and galleries don't cost anything at all. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, a lot of the dates that my girlfriend and I go on are, like, more outdoorsy. Like, we're big beach people. So when the weather is better, we go to the beach as much as possible and look for beach glass and, you know, hang out, swim swim a little. Usually me swim a little because I love water. (laughs) Um, But, like, that – if you can find something outdoors, like, maybe you're not a beach person, but maybe you're a hiking person. Maybe you're go sit and have a – picnic in the park person like there are lots of different options that can get you outdoors and it's like a nice free thing to do that still feels like doing something with your partner Mm -hmm. there's also like google community events that are free there's always stuff like Mm -hmm. no matter what whether you're in a big city Mm -hmm. or a hometown like communities really try and put on free or cheap events like yeah. You can find sometimes like $6 tickets to local stuff. So mm-hmm. that's literally the main reason I still around. use Facebook is for Facebook mm-hmm. events. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And finding things around my city. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the last question we have for this is we're not really long distance, but we're going to be apart for some time because of school. What should I do? And so 
when it comes to like keeping the romance alive do you take that more as like what dates can I plan or like what kind of things can I do to keep that spark alive how are you taking this question I took it as a combo of both I think um because part of you know staying connected and and stuff is going to be doing little dates and planning FaceTime and making sure you keep that communication um but even you know, without the dates and the date ideas, just being long distance does take more effort. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you're not alone because we've already done two full long distance episodes because people have so many questions about it. And it's so common, especially, especially in the queer community. Um, but as far as like keeping the romance alive, it's so much mindfulness and making time for each other in your schedule um, and then, you know, building out those dates and things when you find those times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think a lot of the date ideas that we gave are definitely things that could be done virtually if they can't be mm-hmm. there in person um, and things that we've talked about in the other long distance, epi- distance episodes. Like, mm-hmm. I think you had talked about doing didn't you have um a suggestion about like cooking over Zoom or something like that? I feel like you had yeah. an idea idea like or even the museum dates you can go like virtual museums you can play little online games together yeah there's there's so much you can do that some of those things my girlfriend and I do when we're when we are together Mm -hmm. um I also think being on FaceTime even when you're doing like mundane things like you might not be talking but you're like both studying together or one of you studying and the other one's just like watching tv with I don't know, headphones or whatever. I think that just like kind of knowing they're around, like I know it's hard to replicate the energy when it's all virtual, but that energy is still like, you're still feeling it. You're still feeling their presence. Like even if it's through the phone. Um, so, you know, I don't know, like sleep on FaceTime together. If that's the only time you have, you know what I mean? Right. Get a plan where you can do that unlimited. (laughs) Yeah. And I've definitely met people before that have told me that they've been in relationships where they felt like they had to do that. Like their partner was mm-hmm. monitoring what they were doing by always oh, no, having no, them no, on no. FaceTime or on the phone. And I know you're not saying that, but like if anyone is making you feel like you have to, like yeah. that's a red flag and you definitely don't. But it can right. be a nice thing if it feels good for you. And no it pressure. Controlling. Yeah. Yeah. I think you know if it doesn't feel right like if you have any inkling that like this is feeling like control or it doesn't feel good then you're probably right about that but I think it also can be very sweet and very intimate it just really depends on the dynamic and the other person's intentions or your own intentions because maybe you want to like fall asleep on the phone with them to make sure they're not sleeping with someone else and I feel like it's really good to uh, think about why you're trying to spend that time with someone that you're apart from yeah (laughs) not to like make it not good intention yeah yeah all right and with that we are all done if you have any questions for us you can give us a call at 724-209-8877 and leave a message for us we also have an email you can leave us messages at sapphic survival guide at gmail.com and you can follow us on any social media platform at sapphic survival guide except for x formerly known as twitter which is just at sapphic survival 
if you enjoyed this and want some bonus content, we have a Patreon at patreon.com backslash sapphic survival guide. If you become a member, you can get some extra content from us. And as always, it would be super helpful if you follow us wherever you get, get your podcasts, um, subscribe, rate, review, send it to a friend, all of those things will help us get our name out there and help all this work that we put into this podcast every week be worth it and you can find me cheyenne on pretty much any social media platform at hot mess VN. and you can find me anywhere online at the libra including my website the and of course um hello is my other podcast for your jersey shore recaps where we listen to podcasts and with that class is now dismissed Thank you.